Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to Intuitive Yoga. This is Janya Wongsopar, and I am here to share with you ways to cultivate relationships with earth and sky through the felt sense, strengthen the intuition, support personal health, and nurture collective well-being. You are invited to tap into what is seen above, sensed below, vibrated all around, and felt within. Today, it's really been difficult for me to concentrate. There is so much collective noises out there, and you know, being someone who is willing to open myself up to connect and to sense and feel everything that is happening out there. I am feeling the load of our um, collective frustrations and anxieties and anger. There are um, riots that are going on. And behind the riots, and I live quite close to downtown San Jose. So you know, last night, early in the morning, actually the, this morning, um, I was just sensing these noises of of riots that I don't think was going on, but um, somehow it was like an echo. So these. Riots that are going on behind that, there is an economic collapse, and behind the economic collapse is the pandemic that we are going through. And behind the pandemic, there is the climate change and the environmental destruction that we have been experiencing for so many years now. So there are just layers and layers and layers of vibrations that are really calling upon my attention. And it's difficult to tune inward and to find the quiet space within myself so that I can root in and fortify my being, my ability to ground and to be the center of, of strength and of service to myself and to those of you who are tuning in to listen or to connect to me in some other ways. So thanks again for um, connecting with me and a special thanks to Sanjay Ayagari, one of my longtime um, yoga students from Avalon Studio. So if you are um, also one of the students from Avalon Studio listening in, um, thank you so much and most of my supporters are these longtime 
um, students, and I normally don't use the word students. I love to use the word participa- participants um, because that to me feel more true. I am here not so much as a teacher, but as someone who loves to share the creativity and love to be of service through yoga to all of you who are tuning in. Right now, I have a new platform that if you like, you can check it out at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash intuitive yoga that is another website that you can go in check out what i post there and also become a member of the intuitive yoga community there are um, different memberships that you can find out which one is serving and suitable to your level of participation. And I am offering uh, many wonderful services, such as early or this morning, I just sent out my June intuitive yoga journal, full color, illustrated a yoga journal that also includes earth-inspired practices and um, inquiries and meditations, as well as, of course, the yoga sequences, the moon wisdom, and the meridian practices that I share here on the podcast. But with the journal, you get the entire month, about 12 to 14 practices um, within uh, one journal so i hope you check that out and if you like to participate more i also have a membership level that uh, will allow us to see each other at a more in-depth level i have a three-hour workshop once a month that is a live stream video so we can practice together then and I also offer for those of you who want to get into um, the chakra vibrational center I have this unique moon chart a personal moon chart through the chakras and so when i offer you the moon wisdom the celestial guide it really has to do with the elemental forces or the elemental vibrations that are working with and influencing various centers of your physical and energetic body. So this is coming from a very intuitive places that when you really tune in, you can sense it physically and you can utilize the movements and energy to help you to mentally and emotionally tune into the available healing that is readily available to you right here and now. So with that, 
I am going to move into this week practices. We are still in the Gemini season. The sun is in Gemini from May 20th to June 20th. And we had the new moon in Gemini to mark the season of Gemini on uh, May 22nd. So as the, as the sun in Gemini for the entire month, you may notice more of the wind rising and the heat increasing and there's a good amount of friction. And you can sense this. I, I can totally sense this physically, uh, but also energetically. And I can sense this in the restlessness of um, all my human people out there um, trying to do the right thing, try to stand up for what they believe is important. And um, also there are some of us who are coping with their traumas um, through violence and so I am sending my loving understanding and compassion to all of my human people. And in the meantime, I am doing my best to tune my energy inward as I remain connected to the vibrations that are going on out there. I know that the most important thing for me is to um, physically practice the moon wisdom and the uh, meridian yoga and to mentally focus and concentrate on my soulful purpose and life work. That's how I can be of most service to everybody else and in order for me to be able to do that and you as well um, is for us to tune in emotionally to what our bodies are needing and offering it our love and self-care. So as um, we practice intuitive yoga together, I want to remind you that there are three aspects of intuitive yoga. One is the celestial guide and that is um, connecting to the sky beings through the sky meditation and through the moon wisdoms inquiry and inspiration. And second is the intuitive yoga regarding the yoga asana uh, practices to unite the earth and sky with the yin yang yoga practices and earth being the physical body and emotional body which connects constantly to the physical body and to the mental body of the sky. Right, through the earth beings that inspired and envision right, our mind. So um, uniting them 
through the yin yang yoga practices to care for the body and open the mind through tuning into the heart. And then lastly, the third aspect is earth-inspired practice connecting to the earth beings through the five senses and all of earth people, the stone people, the plant people, the animal people, and of course, the human people. And we do this in order to cultivate deep, intimate relationships through our gratitude through our services yesterday, you know, as um, as I was going about my day, uh, there were moments that I was just kind of lost, you know, because I was so tuned out of my body, um, being such a sensitive, sensitive person, um, and was really influenced by what's going on out there. So as I was getting lost, what came up for me is that I just didn't know what to do. And it almost felt like I was bored, right? Even though it wasn't boredom, but I don't know a better word to use than that I was so lost. I didn't know what to do. So I thought that I was bored. Um, and then I tune in to that sense of not knowing, to that sense of boredom. And what came up for me intuitively is that just find what you can be in service of. So that was I uh, that that was what I was um tuning into and focusing to. So immediately I saw my eight um, um, plants that sat on the windowsills. I have these beautiful orchid uh, plants that eight of them and most of them, at least half of them, um, were given to me by um, the yoga participants. And so I decided, okay, since I didn't know what to do, um, I was going to be in service to them. So I started to clean their leaves and then water them. And then I started to uh, water all of my plants in the front of the house, in my garden. So that took me a while. And then from there, just continue to think of what I could be in service of. It gave me the energy and the motivation to finish um, the full moon yoga practice video that I will be sending out to my intuitive yoga members, subscribers, um, this coming Thursday for the full moon practice on June 5th on the Friday. As it turned out um, to be quite a fulfilling day, even though it started out with me feeling lost, feeling like I just didn't know what to do, feeling distracted and anxious. So I invite you 
right? To just tune into that part of yourself that know exactly how to be in service of all the earthly beings. And today, Moon Day, June 1st, the waxing Jebus moon, actually Gibbous moon, I somehow like to use the soft G instead of the hard G. So anything that um, that comes with the with the G, um, I would say I would use a soft G instead of hard G, but like fungi is actually fungi and gibbous is actually uh, gibbous. So waxing gibbous moon phase is the phase of growth and the moon is in alignment with the Libra sign. So very beautiful um, sign because it is ruled by the evening uh, Venus star and uh, Libra as it is ruled by Venus its celestial archetype is the judged which has to do with the sense of harmony and balance and when you connect with the Libra and you connect to the evening Um, Venus star, you connect to beauty in its true form of harmonious balance, like just a perfect yin-yang balance. The element that connects to the Libra is cardinal air, And the meridian that aligns with Libra is water element. Um, Urinary bladder meridian connects to the water element. So earlier um, this morning as I practiced sky meditation, I saw more of the water element of the uh, Venus harmonious elemental force um, in its kind of sensitive and understanding and compassionate form that is more watery, a little bit more watery than um, than air. So um, cardinal air is the mobilizing air that's a little bit more wind now that there is more sunlight. So the carnal air that brings the harmonizing force of Venus that support the water element of the urinary bladder meridian the peak hours of the urinary uh, meridian is from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. So in the afternoon, the superficial urinary bladder meridian begins at the inner corner of the eye and runs up the forehead and crown down the back of the skull and down along the and parallel to the spine, 
continues down to the lower back, over the kidney, left and right, and the buttock, parallel to the sciatic nerve, which begins in the lower back, on to the outer ankle, so down along the back of the leg, into the outer ankle and foot, ending at the outer tip of the little toe. It's the longest meridian. The inner channel connects to the tip um, of the uh, kidney and not the tip, um, but to the kidney and urinary bladder organs. Ending at the outer tip of the the little toe. So you know, from the from the inner corner of the eyes all the way to the outer tip of the little toes, left and right. A very long meridian. The bladder channel connects to the autonomous nervous system, which regulates the fight, flight, freeze response and affects all the body's basic vital functions. Overly activated sympathetic nervous system causes tension and strain along the bladder channel and its periphery. Chronic access of SNS, sympathetic nervous system, or deficiency of the PNS, parasympathetic nervous system, um, rest and digest state, creates a fixed or crystallized pattern that becomes a health condition or disease state over time. So observe your consciousness issue if they are more at an existential level. You would be a lot like me who get easily caught up in the um, collective unrest out there and it's very hard to tune in. If you are living at a more existential level, really caught up in your um, sympathetic nervous responses, you are living in a constant state of fear and frantic. It is imperative. It's so important that you cultivate the water qualities in your life, right? which I try to do at all levels. Drink more water, live by a body of water if you can, practice fluid and circular body movement, more yin movement, cultivate trust, faith, and surrendering with daily ritual of earth-inspired practice to create a stable relationship with your immediate local beings. Why? Because you and I both, if we are living at an existential 
level and we are constantly feeling the existential threat, it is so important that we cultivate friendliness to our immediate earth and sky friends, cousins. My relations. That's how we can feel truly safe. Remember that the opposite of fear or separation is unity, unity or love. To receive love instead of waiting for others to offer love, be of service to them. Soften and relax, especially the pelvic region, the sacral region, and offer your loving kindness in words and actions to at least one being present in your life right now and without expecting anything in return. You are giving from the well of sweetness, of water which gives sweet taste deep within yourself. So for the yin-yang sequence, to support the urinary meridian, uh, we start out for the waxing givers moon in Libra, starting out in yin, butterfly forward four position, going into a little yang by stretching the legs forward, moving into Buna Manasana, greeting the earth pose. You stretch your legs forward. You're sitting upright, but then you uh, twist and bow, allowing your hands or your fingertips to kind of reach back behind you to support your upper body. And then you can move in to the seated forward bend position into the half Paschimottanasana. What I like to do is to drag one leg on top of the opposite leg, resting either the knee on top of the other knee or somehow resting the thigh or the chin bone against the other leg. So see what you can do to ease some tension in your hips as you keep one leg extend forward. Take a soft forward fold, get into a yin stretch, support your upper body, perhaps underneath your forehead with something, with a bolster, maybe even on top of your legs or a block or block and bolster. Relax your arms, relax your upper body completely. And you want to make sure you're doing left and right side. And then from there, 
you can move into a yang stretch, open your legs out wide into Upavista Konasana, send your, sending your arms back behind you, and if you can, lace all fingers together and extend your arms up toward the sky as you extend your heels wide apart and toward the side walls. And then you can do a little flow as well as you bow down and take a deep stretch through your arms, sending them up. Uh, you can turn your upper body toward one leg, toward one knee, and coming back to the center before you uh, turn toward the opposite knee. And then eventually you come up into an, a neutral spine and release your arms, your hands down. And then from there, you can come into a yin stretch that's similar to that yang stretch, but you may need to bring your legs a little bit closer to each other, staying in the straddle or in dragonfly. Support underneath your upper body with some cushion in between your legs or on top of your thighs. And then release into a forward fold. Wide legged, seated forward fold. And from there, you can take a break. So anytime you're in a yin position, you want to stay there for three to five minutes to relax your muscle completely. And if it's a yang stretch, you want to stay there to articulate your root and your core muscle and your abdominal muscle and in your legs, feet, pelvic floor muscle for only about three to five breaths. And from there, we'll move through a yang activation down into a shavasana. This is actually a yang flow. Once you get down into a shavasana with your abdominal core muscle supporting you, right, really support your spine and your adrenal glands and your kidneys. Right? The health of your kidneys actually intimately linked to the function of your adrenal glands. And if you are constantly, constantly uh, releasing your um, adrenal hormones, right, because you are constantly in the fight or flight mode, uh, you will get adrenal burnout, adrenal fatigue. So work the right muscle. Right? Keep your ankles uh, flex and your heel extended as you lie down in Shavasana, arms extend next to your ears, and then you're going to rock back up and into a straight leg, seated forward fold, and you might like to do this a couple rounds, and working your core muscle as you roll your spine down into Shavasana, really active Shavasana, and then inhale, rocking back up, extending your arms up, and eventually over your legs as you bow down and exhale in Paschimottanasana, Yang forward fold. And this being a gibbous moon phase, you may like to do a long practice by eventually coming down into a yin position, spinal twist, 
in reclined spinal twist. At this point, you may end your practice after the twist, getting into Shavasana and making your um, practice uh, real yin. But if you like to honor the gibbous moon in Libra, in the in the this waxing uh, phase in the growth phase, um, then I invite you to get into a few more yang poses. And in my intuitive yoga journal, I I have a series of um, yang poses and sequences. For you to practice, to really embrace the growth phase. Eventually, we come in to practice pranayama and mudra to close the practice. So, for the pranayama practice, we go into the root lock or mulabandha. You sit down with your spine lengthened in a comfortable seated position, cross-legged or kneeling. And the root lock is when you work your root muscle. You inhale, working your diaphragmatic breath, letting your belly, your chest, your shoulders rise. And when you exhale, you slowly exhale, Right, drawing the air out at the bottom of your exhale, you pull your lower abdominal muscle inward and upward, and you tighten your root muscle. And that would be your pelvic floor muscle, with, which is this um, triangular muscle between your um, pubic bone and your... Um, uh, anus. Okay, so it almost, you know, feel like you tighten um, the muscle um, around the anus, but I like for you to really feel into that triangular uh, space between the anus and the pubic bone and lift that muscle up. And you will feel this lift and this strengthening dislocked all the way into your legs, all the way into your feet and toes. You may feel the muscular tension around your knee joints, your ankle joints, and even your toe knuckles. And then we close the practice with the intention The closing intention for the waxing Jivas moon in Libra. I am undivided consciousness. I relaxed into the wholeness of present moment. I am the force of balance in my relationships. Moving on to... Mars days and Mercury day, June 
second and third Tuesday and Wednesday, we have the moon still in the waxing Jebus phase, the growth phase, but the moon is now in Scorpio. Scorpio is ruled by Mars and Pluto, and the element that connects to Scorpio is fixed water. Fixed water is deep water, so the celestial archetype of of um, Scorpio is the magician, and the magician really has to do with the ability to dive in word, do whatever necessary work that needs to be done, um, and rise up from there to grow and expand. Okay, so it's a bit like death before birth. That's what Scorpio is all about, is Phoenix rising. My moon is in Scorpio, so this is um, something that is familiar to me. And whenever the universe conspired for me to experience um, deep changes, it's often, you know, come from uh, the already existing deep internal frustration and unfulfillment couple as well with what's going on externally, socially, and those combined um, really have been a few times now that brought such deep change that can be seen outwardly in my life circumstances, but also can be felt inwardly through a pretty um, complete shift in perspective and and emotional emotional state. Okay, so if you have a lot of Scorpio influence within you, you have this magician-like quality within yourself. Right? You may be reinventing yourself right now, as a lot of us are doing, as I am doing, um, not getting into too deep of the um, astrological work, but there is a huge um, Pluto influence um, right now, collectively, socially. So all of us have to do this deep work right, to reinvent ourselves so that we can move forward with grace. So the meridian that aligns with Scorpio is kidney meridian, and the kidney meridian as well connect to the water element. So we have the fixed water of Scorpio supporting the kidney meridian, the water element of the kidneys. And the kidney meridian is the yin meridian of the yang urinary bladder meridian. So it's timing, it's peak hours coming right after urinary bladder on the meridian clock. And that is from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. The pathway of the superficial kidney meridian begins kind of where the urinary ends. So that's at the inner tip of the little toe. Right? The 
urinary bladder ends at the outer tip of the little toe. The kidney begins at the inner tip of the little toe, moving into the sole of the foot, continues up to the inner edge of the foot and ankle, to the inseam or the inner legs, all the way to the inner groin, continues up along and near the front spine to end at the chest below the inner edge of the clavicle. The inner channel connects to the kidney and urinary bladder organs as well as the adrenal gland. So you can think of the of the yin channel of like the inner channel. So notice how this um, superficial um, kidney meridian, you know, running along the inseam and running closer uh, to the front spine um, and, and up to the up to the inner clavicle as opposed to the yang channel of the urinary bladder which runs down along the back spine and it goes more toward the outer edge of the body. The kidney um, as it paired with the with the yang bladder in the water element um, in Chinese medicine it is considered to be the primordial yin and yang or the congenital root of life the ming it's it's a very important meridian the ming men acupuncture point sits in between the kidney organs and directly behind the belly button the ming men is the gate of vitality gate of life the kidneys main function is to Filtrate and detox all of body fluids. Kidneys, yang, kidney yang connects to the SNS, sympathetic nervous system, and the kidney yin connects to the PNS, parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest. Uh, the endocrine system and the autonomic systems are deeply related to the vitality of the kidney meridians. So when she and blood in the nervous system are flowing in abundance, the brain and all cells of the body are nourished. And that leads to mental clarity and clear comprehension. So for the waxing Jebus moon in Scorpio, I'm offering you an inquiry here, uh, starting out by connecting to this particular quote from Sigmund Freud, sexuality is the key to the problem of the psychoneurosis and of the neuroses in general, no one who disdains the key will ever be able to unlock the door. So um, the health of the kidneys also connect to the health of our reproductive organs, of our sexual vitality. So how do you feel about the quote from Sigmund Freud? Right, allow it to help you tune in and inquire within. 
And how can you cultivate a space of reflection for the unconscious beliefs or repressed emotion, especially especially sexual um, sensation and emotions to be seen and lovingly expressed for the intuitive yoga yin yang sequence for the kidney meridian for the waxing jabba's moon in scorpio we start out in a yin position in a whiny chow position and you can try resting your chest on top of a bolster, resting one side of your face onto the ground beyond the bolster. And if you are able, you can also drag your arms back, taking one hand to the opposite wrist, and just drop the arms, the wrist against your lower back, sinking your chest down, sinking your shoulders down. Expanding along the back spine, along the urinary bladder, meridian, keeping your knees wide. So it's a wide knee child position to detoxify, stretch, and extend along your inner legs, your inner groins. And this being a yin position, you can take about three to five minutes here to relax from the top all the way down to the bottom of your body. So starting out by really relaxing your face, your chest, to get the chi, the prana, the breath moving, flowing, and then once the movement is optimum, you can inhale and exhale, really feel into your kidneys, into your sacral region, and when you inhale, let your lower back expand. When you exhale, really sinking your hips, melting your knees, your ankles and your toes down so that there is no resistance. Moving on from the whiny chow position, getting into another yin position to the winged dragon. Get on your hands and knees, stepping one foot forward. You want to keep that front knee, front foot nice and wide so you can keep your chest square to your hips and rest your arms inside that front leg. You want to do left and right side, and you can then move on into a yang practice called bird pose sequence. Again, if you are a member of Intuitive Yoga and you're subscribing to the Intuitive Journal, there are images that you can follow here. From there, you can get into a yang position, revolved head to knee pose, parita, janushasana, and then gliding into a yin position, really the same pose, but you're going to relax deeply, all the muscle, and you move into the revolve head to knee pose, but it is a, a lateral uh, stretch with your bottom arm, elbow supported by a cushion, a block, 
right, right on top or right next to your extended leg. And you can lean your head against the arm, the hand that um, are supported by the block. And then the opposite arm or the top arm can rest anywhere comfortable or against the skull, against the top ear. From there, once you do the left and the right side, you move into the yang, upavishta konasana again, another uh, seated position, wide-legged stretch. Before you move into the yin straddle pose, we did this in the urinary bladder meridian as well, or for the urinary bladder sequence. Right, and um, as you stretch your legs wide and relax your upper body down, what you do is that you tonify the pelvic region, drawing more blood flow through the compression into the pelvic lower abdominal region. But then you detoxify and stretch and open up right, to let the she flow um, along your inner legs, along your... Um, inner groins, inner ankles. From there, you can come out. Make sure that you stay in the yin position for three to five minutes and in the yang position for three to five breaths. And again, here in the Intuitive Yoga Journal, I have a whole host of, or at least a few more poses, but I also have a sequence of moon salutation. Because it is the waxing jabba's phase, I want to offer that more um, energetic yang flow. Right, to get the detoxification going in a yang way. Okay, so I have a few more poses, but here we're gonna end at the at the straddle forward fold position. You will eventually right, rest in shavasana or getting into a very gentle variation of happy baby pose lying down on your back with bolster in between your legs with your ankles crossed on top of the bolster you can also hug that bolster with your hands with your arms yeah, super relaxing um happy baby from there you can move into a corp corpse position shavasana and it will end the practice with the pranayama and the mudra so for the pranayama practice i invite you to practice the kidney breathing it's a qigong practice kidney organ breaths you can try googling that and of course in the journal i have a link for you to uh, connect to the video practice from there moving into the mudra varuna or water mudra practice with the thumb connecting to the pinky tip 
and ending with the closing intention for Waxing Jebus Moon, Gibbous Moon in Scorpio, supporting the Kidney Meridian. I dive deep into my feelings to embrace my grief. I transform my deepest emotions into life's greatest treasures. I let go, forgive, and evolve. Now moving into Jupiter Day and Venus Day, the Thursday and Friday, June 4th and 5th, we're going into a very important period and possibly a super intense uh, period celebrating the full moon in Sagittarius on the Venus Day, June 5th at 12 12 p.m. with me. There's also the prenumbral lunar eclipse occurring at 12.25 p.m. So it's going to bring on a great intensity. And if you listen to um, my new moon in Gemini, this is the full moon in Sagittarius that is the completion of the new moon in Gemini. So on the zodiac wheel, Gemini and Sagittarius, they are perfectly um, opposite of each other. So when you have the new moon in Gemini, um, two weeks later, you get the full moon in Sagittarius. So there is always this holistic yin and yang balance, perfect balance that's happening within one month period. And to mark this special occasion, if you aren't already receiving or just received earlier this morning my intuitive yoga journal, please do email me janyawongsopa.com and I'll be happy if you really want to and express that desire. I will send out my um, full moon in, in Sagittarius video practice for you to practice along on this Friday, June 5th. So we're not going to get into the detail of the of the practice right now. Just know that this is going to be a very important time of release, which is what full moon is all about. It's coming into a fruition of the new moon. So you want to create a space to release what you no longer need to hold on to. And at this time, with such deep collective um, shift that is going on, there is something that you are experiencing personally, a deep shift that most likely something in your past that you can no longer return back or return back fully in the same way that you used to experience before this full moon. And so I 
invite you to really take the time to let go, to release, to grieve, right? To mark the rite of passage that you are going through right now, so that you can move forward, grow and expand with grace and not against grace. I will, though, offer you the full moon in Sagittarius, connecting to the pericardium meridian closing intention. I trust the guiding light of day that follows the dark night, the dark darkness of night. I seek new understanding. And strengthen my faith. I follow the higher wisdom and feel protected by my true path and purpose. We end the week on Saturn Day and Sun Day on June sixth and seventh. Saturday and Sunday with the waning gibbous phase, the phase of dissemination. Moon will be in Capricorn. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, the carnal Earth, and the archetype is the Father, that which give us structure and discipline. The meridian that the Capricorn connects to is triple burner, and the element is fire. The triple burner's peak hours are from between 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. The pathway, the superficial meridian of the triple burner runs from the outer edge of the fourth fingertip through the back of the arm to the shoulder and the side of the neck, up the back of the ear, circle to the front of the ear and ends at the outer edge of the eyebrow. The triple burner meridian supports the metabolism of fluids in the body. It regulates the transformation of systems, fluids, and nourishment. Its energy encompasses the entire torso. There are three parts of the triple burner, the upper burner, the middle burner, and the lower burner. So the waning Jebus moon in Capricorn intuitive yoga sequence starts out with a yang movement that stretch along the lateral edges of the body as well as along the front spine. 
And then from there, we actually keep on strengthening the root and the abdominal muscle as we continue to open across the chest and along the front spine. In staff pose variation, in revolve boat pose variation, we come to rest for a bit in recline, bowed angle or butterfly pose. And then we move into the fish pose, Asyandrasana. And then from there, going into the belly section pose. So it looks like a spinal twist, a recline spinal twist. But you open up the chest, open up the front spine by drawing your fingertips together, lace your hands behind your head and drop the weight of your head against your hands. From there, you rock up and down with your legs toward your chest, with your hands against your knees or against your ankles. Coming all the way into a seated pose to get into a seated squat, but you're actually sitting down with your feet in front of you with your sit bones down onto the ground, moving into the yin seated broken wing pose, resting your elbows, your arms actually inside your legs, inside your knees as you bring the back of your wrist and your hands against the bottom of your side rib. So most likely you need some visual cues for this. And then from there, moving into the bird pose sequence, a yang sequence, to really open up the heart, the lungs, and the digestive tract. So along the upper burner, middle burner, and lower burner. From there, I have a few more yin and yang poses. Moving into sphinx releasing into corpse before moving into the broken wing position, eventually ending in the pentacle pose, five-pointed star to end the yin-yang sequence. And then closing the practice in the three-part Durga Pranayama breath and into the Prithvi Mudra to honor the Capricorn and the Earth element, Capricorn, Cardinal Earth, supporting the triple burner, the fire element. Right? Earth is always the container as well as the fuel for the fire, the closing intention for the waning gibbous moon in Capricorn supporting the triple burner meridian. I follow my passion as I manifest my goals. I honor my wisdom 
as I support others, I trust the flow of life as I build my dream. So let's end our today's practice. I invite you to again tune in to your capacity to vibrate and open up your internal vibration to receive the external vibration without losing your core sense of self, your intuitive self, your soul self. I invite you as well to dive deeply into your ability to let go of the past, especially during the full moon. And once again, email me, connect me, leave me um, your voice on the podcast if you would like to receive the video practice for the full moon this Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. Namaste, all my love.